You are now listening to the Beat Bodega, a music podcast. Music and talk for all you bitches. Enjoy. I got it. <laughs> What's up, she's, fellas? She's very What's classy. up, my man? What's going on? Yeah, just so you guys, so because we've answered kind of funny the beginning of every episode. So Zoom now lets you know when it's recording. Like you hear a voice that says, now recording. And who the fuck is she to tell us what to do? Yet, it's but... like I told you what to do. Don't yeah. you tell me what to do after I told you what to do. <laughs> not, not only that, but now I feel I, I feel the pressure. Like I pushed your buttons, motherfucker. <laughs> That's right. Around. <laughs> All right. So episode 51. We're going best beats. Before before we start. Ooh. Okay. I think I'm gonna have to go first then. Okay. Oh boy, he fucked this one up. You fucked up? A little bit. All right. And let me see if you could catch the fuck up. Yeah, and the one letter that caused it. Go ahead. Oh, <laughs> all right. So I- I'm gonna announce it now. I know we're still waiting on on the Leslie Dean podcast, but I thought it was only right that our next episode we have a special guest, and that special guest is the Chad. All right. Nice. Yes. So I dig it. Yeah, he's pumped up about it. I mean, it's only fair. He's he's our A one, our our loan, our loan subscriber, our loan uh, donor. But, uh, <laughs> but yeah, all right. So, Chad, I, I, your money. I, you could get this for free, bro. <laughs> but I, how did? I mean, it was clear, right, that I wrote best beats. Okay, would you like me to start? Please do. I, I, I need to know what you did. Number one, Teddy Ruxpin. <laughs> Number two, Paddington Bear. Number three, Smokey Bear. Okay. Number four, Tummy Gummy from the Gummy, the, the bear. gummy Bears. Yeah. And number one, my favorite bear of all time is Cheer Bear. <laughs> a Care Bear that had the rainbow? That, that, that would be yours. What happened, to, what, happened, what happened to Yogi? I don't like Yogi Bear, man. He had kind of an attitude, bro. Hey, he stole people's sandwiches? Fuck yeah. that guy. I didn't include Winnie the Pooh either. Fuck that piece of shit he's, bear. He's too sensitive. They're my bears. If Yogi Bear's your favorite bear, then go ahead. The, and and the, the gummy bear that you picked, is that the guy that fixes everything? No, no, that's I, I picked the fat one, the fat uh, comfy one. Okay. He was like kind of all over the place. Okay. He had the highest bounce. And uh, it wasn't because of his was rotund that. form. <laughs> you should have picked Winnie the Pooh just because there's that awesome thing named after him. You ever done the Winnie the Pooh to a girl? Not to a girl specifically, but okay, when you we were, I've never this, heard this. Hold on, I've never what, heard this move. And this no, is where Gilbert gets canceled. Go ahead. Go. No, no, you, it's, it's, it's <laughs> the Winnie the Pooh. It's not what you do to a girl. Sorry, it's the Winnie the Pooh is is when you're wearing a shirt with no pants on. Oh, uh, that was. I'm here thinking something. Money and having a whole fist. I don't know. I went dark with that one. I misspoke. Yeah, I misspoke. Yeah, I I thought that was gonna go sideways. (laughs) All right. So, all right. So clearly, it was not best bears. So I'm assuming. Do you have a best beats list at all, Eric? Are you? you I know one beat that I like, and I really can't tell what's the difference between a beat and a break. Is it just a matter of? 
how it's looped within I'm the song. Break, I'll break in the beat. I will do the Amen break. That's my number one. That's a good one. The, the Amen Brothers. Yeah. Yeah, that's a great one. Above all, the Winstons. The Winstons. Yeah. yeah. That's my only, and, and I do apologize. Um, I, 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 I'm I sure don't... there's a lot of breaks. It's funny, I just don't give beats the emphasis that they should, I guess, that I, I recognize. Like, oh, yeah, that'll make me move. But I, I, I've been considering that we do a music podcast. I don't know how you got bears. Bears, bro. And you failed fail to put Yogi and one of the food. <laughs> I, I agree with Eric. I'm not a fan of Yogi. Nah, Yogi's great. I never liked him. I, I liked his little buddy better. Hey, uh, boo-boo. Well, boo-boo. What was the little one? Boo Boo? That was his name? Yeah, he was cool. You had Baloo, yeah. But I'm, I'm not a Disney Jungle Book guy. I mean, I should have added him for the Rescue Rangers. But yeah, That's true. He was in the Rescue Rangers. But here's, here's my thing. I wasn't a big Hanna Barbera guy. What? Yeah, the, their animation style didn't like. It. You didn't like the when they did. The I didn't Olympics? like the Flintstones or whatever. The, but when oh, they that, did the I like the Jetsons though. Yeah, and Scooby Doo, uh, dude. Hey, whatever. I'm not a big. Oh, uh, I was. I was a huge yeah. Scooby Doo fan. So. Yeah. All right. So, well, let's get off this. I mystery do apologize <laughs> and for being unprepared. No, that's all right. That's all right. We'll, we'll carry the we'll carry the show. You should apologize for not liking Hanna Barbera. Okay, there's no apology, and there it is, no apology. All right, Gerber, you want to go or I go? No, you go. I've I've been going uh, early last a few times. That's well, that's my trick usually. But all right. So, uh, I went a little old school. Obviously, those are the best beats, in my opinion. So, I went the new style by the Beastie Boys. It was the second single released on License to Ill. Uh, came out in 1986 and it was produced by the great Rick Rubin and out of that's actually there's a ton of great beats on that album it was hard to dismiss any I mean because you had uh, Paul Revere Revere, uh, it was you know from front to back just great production but um, the moment you hear feel the beat drop and then you hear the that you know the the bass kick in it's one of my favorite beats of all time. So I had to include that. Oh, uh, so wait, you're talking about one individual beat? Like the like like a drop, like Skrillex? Like snare. No, no, yeah, the, like, the whole song. Oh, okay, okay, all right. Yeah, no, the, it's the whole song. <laughs> this this so thing's was, really, this thing, it's really tripping you up, Eric. Yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> you have no idea. <laughs> but uh, it was later sampled by The Far Side in yep. Drop, and then uh, also Outcast uh, and Benz and Beamer. Or Ben Dora Beamer. Jay Dilla was the one that yeah. produced the uh, um, Farsight song. Yeah. And then uh, most people would have gone Peter Piper with Run DMC beats, the best beats of all time. I went Beats to the Rhyme. Um, it was a sam- it's a, they use a sample of Nautilus, which was also used in a Ghostface uh, Daytona 500. Mm. So and that was released in 1988 on the Tougher Than Leather album. Um, it takes two by Rob Bass and DJ Easy Rock, the Dade County Youth Fair anthem. Yes, the, <laughs> uh, released in 1988, produced by the great Teddy Riley. And the woo yeah that you hear is actually a sample from Lynn Collins' uh, Think About It, which Thank we've you. yeah, we've talked about uh, Lynn Collins before and, and how heavily she's used in samples. 
And then this one's for Eric. Flavor in Your Ear by, by the late Craig Mack. Uh, released in 1984, produced by Easy Mo B. Grammy-winning song, and it contains a sample of Pepper Box by the Peppers. Um, the Peppers are anybody? Nope. Are no. they? Are they I, no, but I mean, I it's. I think Bad Boy Records best. Incredible. Best, it, best, it's the foundation of that. Uh, I, I I beg to differ. I think Shut I the have fuck the best, I think I have the best. <laughs> the uh, best Bad Boy sample. The best yeah. Bad Boy. I don't know, man. The the moment it starts. Yes. The, come on and man. it was so new right like you yeah. never heard anything like that it just came out of nowhere dude. i mean especially yeah. where hip-hop was at that time and then this mike, guy mike mike would mike would agree and say you know it's crazy like that flu or what is it how's the line i, I forgot i'll do my, my one two that's sick like the flu <laughs> um and then i went know the ledge by eric b and rakim nice yeah, from the Juice soundtrack, also on the Don't Sweat the Technique album, and it contains a sample from uh, Nat Adderley's Rise, Sally Rise, and produced by the Bomb Squad. What do you got, Gilbert? Ooh, I think I'll is add... That, there, uh, there's so many great beats. I mean, you're right at that. Huh? I, I, how about... Um, wait, you said I go to work, right? No. No. Oh, that, that's what I was thinking about. Yeah, that's bum, a, that's yeah. one I'll enjoy. You know, that was. I great. mean, but you have "Rock the Bells" from Old Cool J, which is incredible. Yeah, I mean, fucking pick anything from Thirty Six Chambers. Um, you I know, I, he's taking notes. Too, yeah, right? I almost. You know what I almost went Eric with? Um, uh, Mr. Sandman, that's Method Man, Method Man. Yeah. All right, Gilbert, what do you got? Let's see this bullshit that you're about to pull with Bad Boy Records. <laughs> so Switch I think the greatest I hope Nirvana gets on here <laughs> so I think the greatest uh, beat on Bad Boy Records is the one and only All About the Benjamins and that was produced by the great Derek D. Angeli and uh, sampled the, uh, the Love Unlimited um, I Did It For Love um, it's the most like hip hop sounding other, other than probably Craig, Craig Mack it's the better, you know, the, be, the better, the better. It has more of a party, party sound, right? Party vibe to it. I mean, it's 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 actually when you hear the song, it's a super fast song, and um, D dot slow, slowed it down to lower the tempo to make it more like a hip hop sounding song. But when at the time, Puff was and all his producers were doing like sampling like disco records, eighties records. So this came like out of left field, and it really like set the tone for that. Puff Daddy album it was like when, right when Biggie died, you know, Biggie had a verse on that, on that album too. Um, and it was like, it was kind of like opposite of what Bad Boy was doing at the time. So that's why it's, to me, it's one of the most, like, I think it's one of the best top five beats in hip hop period. You know what I mean? Not that's alone bold. just for Bad that's Boy. It really bold. is to me. Anyway. That because, I mean, you, I mean, like, I think I'll tell you what I think is a better beat than that would be, I got a story to tell. No. You'd be oh, wrong. Or, or the what? You'd be wrong. Is that what? Like, is that the do 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 do? Whoa! And, oh no, that's whoa. That's whoa. Sorry. And then and then and, <laughs> and then, then I, I I would actually put the the fucking uh, um uh, what's fuck goddamn what's the song? Uh, go ahead, keep talking, Gilbert. Let no, me... no, so great you can't remember. It's awesome. The the, the um. <laughs> <laughs> no, wow, he's coming in hot, ladies. <laughs> I love the all about the Benjamin. Because also it's when awesome. when, when Big is. comes in, they they flip uh, the beat completely. 
You know what I mean? Like they 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 do a whole different beat from when Big comes in, and then it comes right back to to the you know like the the thing that kind of goes on through the, uh, the it, thing. special okay. delivery. Special delivery is a better beat. Not even no. No. Uh, I I do think that Lil Kim has the best line in that. Oh my God! With the Puffy, hold me water. down, baby. Oh. Only female in my crew and a kick shit. No, notorious. The, <laughs> the moment you hear, and I mean Conor McGregor's uh, adopted it, but the moment you hear, no, no, notorious, yeah. and then that that Carlos is gonna battle you on this, and this is good. This is yeah, good. Man. I mean, he can say what he wants. I, I mean, you know, agree to disagree. Uh, <laughs> this is this. It's a vasecta me, not a vasecta you. Me. So it's yeah. my choice of no. my favorite beats. All right, All right. Come, on, come up with some more shit. That, that's... I don't know. That's, uh, you also yeah. claim that. Hey, that hey guys, those are, the they're remix. both amazing. Yeah. They're both amazing. There's a special place in my heart for Craig Mack. So you know, the, be- the better song. But that that Benjamin's. I, I didn't even remember that song. And yeah, when you. Yeah. I'll never forget hearing that. It just... yeah. What are you talking about? Dude? We went to a show where they played it 8,000 times. I know, but I mean, that was 20 years ago or something like that. that I don't was, even that remember did, that yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah, that's true. And that, <laughs> that was more than 20 years. That was more than 97. It was almost 30 years ago. So, okay, so then the next... So I have... The, the next few guys I have, but I have like a... Something years ago. That was terrible math. All right, go yeah, ahead. Nice the next co- the next ones I have, I have like a one A and one B from them because uh, here we go. This, well, because this, Eric Eric didn't this. bring you know Eric was talking about bears and shit, so I was like, you know what? <laughs> well, hey, last week I brought in like twenty bands. You did. The, the, I, yeah, so, ten, it's ten like of I them, ten of them were Nirvana. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So um, my first one is these guys right here, the Neptunes, one of my favorite producers, and the the number one song for for me was Super Thug by Nori. Really, um, that, that's what you went with all the shit that they produce, and that's what you I, but let me again my list, not <laughs> yours, mine. And I the reason shaker the 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 they didn't produce that actually. He uh-huh. uh, 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 Pharrell wrote uh, Teddy's verse, but he didn't produce it. Uh-huh. Um, Super Thug, it was to me was because it was nothing had sounded like that ever. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Like, sure. like that, it was so fucking unique and it has that little har- harpsichord kind of like, and then it's, and then all of a sudden like the what, what comes in and that the beat is so hard and it was incredible. Like, um, you know, you, I, it was I an want, assault on the ears. It, it really was. Um, I want, I can't remember offhand if, if Got Your Money by Old Dirty Bastard was first, but this was like, I, I know for sure, because um, uh, they produced um, Mace's um, Looking At Me, and I, that was one of like their first accredited songs, but what to me, what the Neptune sound, you know, when Jay's like, you know, like the Neptune sound was super thug, because it was so futuristic, it was, it sounded like nothing before, and then their 1B to me is Grinding by, by um, uh, Okay, I, I thought you were going to fuck up and not say Grinding. No, yeah, and then and that's like, um, to, you know, the, uh, by the clips, obviously, was so minimalistic, and it's just like a, it, it came back with the like the whole the like bound, you know, like banging, yeah, 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 banging on the on on the um on the tables, kind of yeah. kind of sound, and um, a lot of people, yeah, the, um, push teeth talk about it that when he heard it, he didn't get it, you know what I mean, yeah. and then once once Pharrell kind of like coached them through all this thing and and i mean it became such a monster record and it was it was incredible and they again they kind of flipped their sound that wasn't that much like futuristic it was very minimalistic and it was incredible so and that was like probably like for two months straight what they used on like uh the friday battles at, at 106 in park it was like yeah. everybody was rhyming to to grinding on the uh, for the instrumental so um neptune's like I, you know i've talked right. about how much you, you also I love have Pharrell. 
Yeah, you also have a lot of those songs that that the beat becomes so big in that period that you hear it in every battle. Like uh, like a Millie would be one. Like For everybody sure. was rapping over that. Yep. You know, and like or, or anything that you hear in any of the BT ciphers. You know, like it, it, so you know that that month, whatever the hottest song is, you'll hear that. Over, or what was the other one? There's a, uh, well, I, what, one, that, one, there was a canon. The uh, one, one of the famous ones, I think. I mean, it's, it's shook ones. Oh, of That's course. Been one, yeah. That 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 almost made my list. Yeah, me but too. I was, but I thought you would have put it on, so I didn't put it on. I was, I was about to, but I, I wanted to kind of highlight my favorite producers and and. You know, I, unless I can get a list of 20, which I, I mean, I could easily put one together. But so the next producer is my favorite producer of all time. We talked about this before and the one and only just plays. And uh, his coup de tra is, <laughs> is coup, de public, coup de gras. Coup de gras. <laughs> coup de tra in my book. Yeah. Public service announcements by Jay-Z. Yeah, that's, um, a good, that's a great beat. And, you know, it's an iconic like. Um, just like the, every time that thing drops, like now let me introduce myself. My name is Ho. Boom, and then the, the uh, um, Just Blaze has talked about it when he's DJed uh, Jay's song or Jay's concerts. That's probably one of the songs that gets the most reaction um, from the crowd. So um, his that was my one A for me, and one of his one B was uh, Breathe by Fabulous, yeah, um, and that was a sa uh, sample is like a super tramp sample. Yeah. Um, Crime of the Century, I think, is what they sampled, mm -hmm. um, and it was just it's. It's hard. He did a lot. He he would do a lot of stuff where where the hook is almost done there for him. Like he did the same thing with Oh Boy, where like you know like you know it's it's very uh, repetitious. It's but, a little. It's looped. Yeah. yeah. And then, um um and again he's like still one of my favorite producers of all time. So just blaze, breathe, and public service announcement. The next we got the great Timbaland. Um, so I I, I wanted to pick songs that I like had never heard. Like kind of changed the way sound. The sound of hip hop in, in some way to me, are you, are you that somebody from Aliyah mm -hmm. was that, but like, to me, get your freak on is probably the, the his greatest beat. Again, sounded like nothing he, he had even done before. It wasn't like the, the double time thing that he was doing. Um, so get your freak on to me is the best one, but are you that somebody was the one that changed everything when he's like sampling the, the Gerber baby. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, everything was like on a double time thing where it's like, like, I remember when I first um, got the record and was how old I am. I got it was a record when I got it, um, and was playing it. It was so hard to mix a a because down south hip hop hadn't really hit that much, and it was on a slow tempo. So it's, it, it was really always kind of cutting it in. But even mixing in and out of it was was at the time was you know like I wasn't used to it basically. You know what I mean? So he really changed the game. Um, and then he you know the stuff that he's done with with um you know during the EDM stuff with, with um, sexy back and um you know stuff like that is he's he's really a chameleon when yeah. it comes to producing he's he's you know one of the yeah. one of the greats so. like everything he did for Nelly Furtado like yeah. did you hear the uh what's the then in the background Same. you hear that near and near that you hear yeah. him going near and near like and he just loops his own voice into it and, and but I mean it's cool because you between the Neptunes another I mean you have Swiss beats uh yeah Timberland, who, where yeah, but but like those three people and, and Primo, you know, you get those those people that when you hear the beat, you automatically know who it is. Of course, you don't. Yeah, they have a their own signature sound. Yeah, yeah. I I, I wanted to put another, another like Primo and and Switz on here, but again, like I, I you know I try to limit it to like five um, beat or five producers, I guess whatever. Yeah. Um, my last one was Kanye West, um, and. Uh, Takeover was uh, to me one of his his greatest beats. Um, you know, sample the doors. 
um, you know, ushered in the, the Jay-Z and Nas beef. Um, He's and responsible for that? Um, he, he produced the record Takeover. Oh. Where, where Jay rapped about, about okay. Nas. Um, and then I, I, um, I also put You Don't Know My Name, the song that he produced for Alicia Keys. Um, still one of my favorite songs, period. Just not alone the beat, but just the songs. Um, and uh, yeah, those are my things. I did have an honorable mention, and it's not hip hop. But it's the intro. Um, the song's the intro for the XX. It's one of the the best, literally beats because it's it's an instrumental. What is it? Uh, the the intro. It's it's called intro, and yeah. it's by the the XX, and it's just a beat. But it's an fucking incredible beat. <laughs> I yeah. actually have it uh, plug. I have it on one of my mixes. I'm sure you've heard it before. Yeah, it's incredible. So it's a great it's a great song. So like, there's it, it, this one. This one was tough because I I almost I almost went straight up breaks. Like if you, if, I mean, if you, uh, like on on our Instagram, like on our story, I had posted like, yeah, I saw that, yeah, yeah, Uber Zone and like yeah. this, because I mean, they're just, there's just no best beats, but well, <clears throat> I just got thrown back to the '90s when you guys first started listening to to breaks and and trance mm-hmm. music, and I was always like, how do you even know who that is? It all sounds the same to me. So you know, like with the beats here that you're you're calling out that people have their own signature beats and you know they have their their artistic style that you're able to yeah. Well, I I mean I, look, I wouldn't be able to do that. To tell you you, you can. I mean, if you listen enough to like, for example, I mean to to simplify two people like anything so oddity made that it sounded like so oddity and whatever like trip theory had their own sound. You know, like there's people that have their own shit. You know, that you, that was, I see, I see, yeah. yeah, or or but I see could also be baby ants, right? Yeah, but or just because that's a, well, that's his protege, yeah. But uh, I mean, dude, there were so many songs like I I wanted to put Daytona 500 or Sure Shizzle Ghost. Uh, well, I mean, think about the the, the producers that we haven't even talked about, like Rizza, Rizza, Pete Rock, Large Professor, yeah. Primo, Swiss. Yeah, so many, so many. I mean, there's yeah, because I, I I mean too many to get in there. Yeah. Like just the moment you fir- when you first hear DMX and you hear the and you hear the dum, 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 you're like and then that that I, stabbing. I want to I want to see that that was Dame Grease that did that record though it wasn't Swiss. Swiss did Rough Rider. No 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 I know I know yeah. no it's incredible. Yeah. Um and those guys uh, they kind of like the um because you know Swiss is is um nephew of we uh dny the uh the owners of uh ceos of, so he started getting pushed more to 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 start producing more of the records like he did right. more i think he only did a few songs on it's it's dark and hell is hot but then pretty flesh much did the flesh. bulk of flesh of my flesh you yeah. know so um but yeah i mean there's so many i mean there's so much great producers and uh, yeah. yeah there's uh, i mean in the countless of things that fucking rick rubin's done yeah i mean just the thing when he when uh what was it on recovery when he did the, what's the song with Eminem? The that it, it, it was it was a fucking tribute to the Beastie Boys, pretty much the whole video. I don't remember that. Fuck, what's the name? But even yeah, yeah, we haven't even talked about Dre. I mean, well, that guy's that guy's pretty well known. <laughs> so, yeah. so there's you know there's 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 definitely a lot to you know when you talk about best beats is very. Yeah, no, but luckily with this bear, I mean nobody would have hit the best bears list like Eric would have, but that was. Yeah. best best bear all right but yeah I, I mean we there's there's so many talented producers you know even yeah yeah i mean we we could have gone straight up kanye with a bunch of the shit that he does like fucking um uh anything like the, the dark fantasy like that that was super you know that's a super creative album 
you know, and then, uh, you know, everything that he did and uh, shit for every album, every album, he's come up with something amazing. And, you know, he's another one that stands out and you automatically know that it's a Kanye song. Initially. Initially. Not yeah. so much anymore. No, not so much. Because he doesn't produce as much. No, he just rents out stadiums. It's a, it's a, well, yeah, I think, well, no, I'm more, we talked about it before. It's more of like a collaborative. He rented project. out the entire stadium? I don't know. He lives there. No, he lives there. He lives there. <laughs> like, does he, do you think he just roams it at night and just. Yeah, that, that's what happens. He just shows up to games. Do you, you know, he like, he goes to the, the room that he's in? Yeah, I told you. Yeah. The horse is. Like, you know, he'll, he'll, yeah, he'll go to the soda fountain. Yeah, like, yeah. and grab a, grab a pretzel. Yeah. You know, like, maybe just walk out onto the field, sit in the field, just chill and think for a bit. Yeah, he did run, that in, a, in a Atlanta, Atlanta run, United game. Run some routes. Yeah, run some. What is he doing? <laughs> Kanye can do whatever the go, fuck Kanye wants. Go home. Apparently, it's costing him a million dollars a month or something like that to be there or something. I, it's something Dude, crazy. How, how great is that for the stadium? Yeah. Yeah, it's your income. That's just fucking crazy. All right, you guys want any 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 anything else about beats? How about bears? Any, anything else about anything bears? About bear, about the Chicago more? Bears. <laughs> oh yeah, that's a good one. The bad news bears. The Chicago oh, Cubs. The, yeah. The bad news bears. The bad news bears. <laughs> the Memphis Grizzlies. The Grizzlies. <laughs> <laughs> oh fucking Eric. All right, so. We got some news. Uh, Gilbert brought this up last week, and it's, it just keeps getting worse for the baby. Oh, yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, oh, he, yeah. Got, he got dropped from I, the iHeartRadio Festival, Austin City Limits Music Festival, which he got pulled off of Lollapalooza an hour before he was supposed to perform, which was actually driven by Elton John. It shows you how powerful Elton John is. He puts in a phone call, hey, get him the fuck off the stage. So. Yep. Governor's ball as well. He got kicked off of governor, uh, governor's ball. Yep. So, dude, how, like, oh my God. Huh? Destroyed your entire career, bro. Yeah. Open mouth, insert foot. And, but, and, and then you, if you, but he doubled the, down, right? He did. That, well, that, that's, what made, that's what made it bad yeah. was he, because I, I, like, when you hear the whole rant, he talks about several topics, not just that. He could have apologized and would have been okay. But instead, like you said, he fucking doubled down and made it worse. So uh it looks like it's like I'll go back to the the old radio voice that you were like. It looks like it's curtains for the baby. You see? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so RIP the baby's career. Uh, you know what else I found I found funny about it? The 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 Dua Lipa version of Levitating Without Him jumped into the top 10. Because people were playing that song now because it wasn't it was, on it. They were giving her shit too. I don't know, if you, you know, because she she called them out, but she didn't pull the song because it was number mm. one. Too. Oh, well, yeah. <laughs> that may have not been her. That could have been her the, the record people that said, "No, you're not pulling that." Song. I was just establishing that there's limits, you know, that yeah. people yeah. be like, "Oh, I'll protest and they'll do certain things, but they won't do others." So, I saw a funny. I saw a funny meme just to get off the, the baby thing, and it's uh it's it's a um the picture of of Eminem and Elton John at the Grammys holding their hands and like that, and it's yeah. uh, it'll be like the baby and little Nas X at the, at the <laughs> BT Awards or something. Like that. It, it, well, that shit too was weren't like back then. I guess you know it wasn't as severe. It, yeah, it wasn't. A, no, but he got a lot of shit for it though. Yeah, he got yeah. 
Well, but he dude, and he straight up show and like well, but, yeah, but remember, he also straight out called uh, he straight called out Elton John in the song. And, I mean, and, but I mean, Eminem won't be able to do half the shit that he did back back in the day. He he can't say any of that shit. Mm-hmm. But I mean, and well, Axl Rose and Elton John. I don't remember them having dead yeah. beef. Yeah, well, because he had prior, you know, uh, Axel, you know, had 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 made some uh, had made some uh, homophobic references, and then they cleared the air, and then they got together and did the, the tribute for Freddie Mercury. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, the Bohemian Rhapsody on, on, yeah. on stage at the end. That's right. Yeah, yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. I, I uh, Elton John would have kicked his ass. I saw that movie Kingsman, and he could throw down. Hey, Ken. Yeah. <laughs> All I'll right. Shit up. So, Riri, Rihanna is officially a the billy. Yeah, hit the billy. So Forbes estimates the singer's biz, uh, her her business to have a net worth of uh, one point seven billion. Um, more famous, or or largely due to the fact that to her Fenty Beauty line, uh, which is the majority of her wealth, and then, uh, but I mean. Imagine so the the rest of her the rest of her net worth, you know, from her uh, stemming from music and her acting and her stake in the lingerie line, um, is only two hundred and seventy million. So the rest of it comes from Fenty. So crazy. I mean, there's only 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 one one African American female that makes more money than her, Oprah. So shout out to Rihanna. She she's dropping a, uh, her her perfume now too. Rihanna, you mean? Rihanna. I uh, thought you were Oprah. excited about Oprah's dropping. Son of Oprah. Yeah. So shout out shout out to Rihanna. It smells like her. crack. Yeah. She's she's dating someone too. ASAP. Yeah, ASAP. Yeah, man, it's like you want to root for her, but it's like, no, man, why you gotta fall? Oh, here you go, Eric. Eric's dark dark hole. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> anyway, let's move on from Rihanna. If she hasn't met you. If she meets you. That's, it's over. So it's over. But uh, Offspring's drummer says he's out of the band after refusing COVID-19 vaccine. Uh, Peter Parada will no longer join the band in the studio or on tour. Uh, Pete Parada, the drummer of the Offspring, has revealed that he has been forced to depart the group because he's refusing to take the vaccine. And in a lengthy Instagram post, Parada explained that he will not be able to record or tour with the Offspring unless they agree to let him go unvaccinated. Wow. So, yeah. So this was Boo-hoo, this motherfucker. Yeah. This was uh oh, we actually this is earlier today before we got on. Uh we got a covid alert. I haven't heard one of those in a long time. We got a covid alert here in Texas that 9 out of 10 people that are in hospitals right now are unvaccinated and uh, we have reached level 9 of 10. <laughs> That's fucking doomsday, bro. Uh, 11, 9 of 10? Like, yeah, dude. Where do we go from here? <laughs> so I, you guys are giving us some serious competition, bro. So, I mean... No, you guys are doing it good. We're, we're, Florida. Florida. We're it real, bro. Florida's number one. Like you're I say, it. you can't out Florida, Florida. You can't out Florida, Florida. No, we, we, we got we got the Santas here. Like, you know, this shit's going crazy. He's worried about ice cream. <laughs> 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 fucking guy, dude. <laughs> yeah. But uh, so... Uh, and this was a, from a text that Eric sent this, but what you guys don't know is Eric's had this 
this uh, premonition of Blink-182 getting back together? No, it's not a premonition. It's I'm willing it. You're willing it to happen. Yeah. So um, Mark Hoppus, Tom DeLonge, uh, in the article, they were talking about how they almost got M. Night Shyamalan to direct a video for them. Um, But it was what what made it special was that the former bandmates reunited for a lengthy conversation on on Hoppus' Apple podcast or Apple Music One show uh, after school radio. So maybe, maybe it's happening. Hopefully he gets I said healthy. 2023. Yeah. Hopefully he gets healthy. He beats cancer and Eric's, Eric's. The... And if that happens, all three of us have to go to that show. It's yeah. fact, you know, and, and we'll go, whoever has the closest location, right? We'll there, there you go. Like that. Cause I don't know if it'll be a lengthy tour, but oh, it's gotta I'll, happen. I'll travel. I'll travel for Blink all day, every day. All I would day, say. Every day. But all right. So. Are you know? Are you gonna do Lollapalooza? Like, are you gonna talk about that and on the crowds, like how crazy it was? Did any of you get to watch Lollapalooza? No. Oh, you saw it. You ordered it, right? I wa- no, no, it was free on Hulu. Oh, okay. No, I didn't see. And it was, it was, it was great seeing live music. I'm not gonna lie, man. I mean, even if it was through a TV, and but it was packed. I mean, there was a yeah, lot. Yeah, but but I thought people, I right? thought the only people allowed. But I, I don't. Thought- I thought the, the only people allowed were or had to be vaccinated. I don't know. I don't know how they. they I thought that was that. a prerequisite of that. I think like you couldn't buy tickets unless you showed proof of vaccination. But it was crazy. There were some some cool bands. It, the the lineup was eclectic as fuck. Like it was it was strange. I I found some new bands. The the front bottoms. They're not new new, but it was pretty good. They're like kind of a folky punk band. Mm-hmm. There was this one guy, and I want to ask you if you've ever heard about him. JPEG Mafia. Have you ever heard of this guy? No. Okay, so this is alternative hip hop, experimental hip hop. And it was crazy because he comes out and then he raps and I think it was maybe 10 lines and he finishes. And I thought he was breaking to like, you know, just address the crowd and, you know, take it all in. Cause there was a lot of kids there for him. You know, a lot of people there for him. And then the next song starts and these beats are like, it, it, it kind of reminds me of like that 12-tone row where it's it's chaotic and it doesn't match. It doesn't flow. Right. And you're jumping from one thing to another. And that song only goes for like like 10 lines. And I'm like, oh, this is it. This is this, is this guy's style. <laughs> That's what you're getting. And I'm just like, what the fuck is this shit? I didn't get it. I <laughs> Give it a shot. JPEG Mafia. And um, I looked up the guy because he was just an interest. He was an interesting character, like ex Air Force dude, and you know, just doing this. And it was just like, what the fuck, you know, a- Afghanistan war veteran. <laughs> but it was the weirdest hip hop I've ever seen. I never heard it. of it. I felt like Tom Hanks. <laughs> Journey, old guys in fucking credible. I've never seen Journey perform like in a concert setting. It's with the Vietnamese dude, right? The Filipino. Filipino. Uh, yeah, Arnel Pineda. The guy. The guy's like fifty three or something. He looks like he's twenty. Yeah, right? dude, he looks like a little kid. He's he been sounds. In, he's been in Journey longer than than Steve Perry has <laughs> since two thousand seven. It's oh, it is fact. I, I think so. I, he joined in two thousand seven. I think so. Was what it? Is, no, hell no. No, it's been no, more than I, that. I, I, no, no, no. He joined in 2007. I think. I, I think. Uh, oh, so no, and then it wouldn't be. It wouldn't be that. Sounds exactly like Journey. The only thing is that on some songs, like when he you hear an accent, 
you hear it. Yeah, yeah. But the guy is incredible. Oh, yeah. And these guys and a bunch uh, of energy. He runs back and forth all the time. Oh, awesome. Yeah. The, yeah. the whole band was amazing. I couldn't believe it, man. Like they were and, and people were loving them. They were singing their songs. It was it was cool. They were the headliner on Saturday night. Oh, that's cool. Where they was. That's interesting. That's fucking dry. Well, it was them and uh Tyler the Creator and uh, Post Malone. But then they, after the Post Malone, I guess they said, man, Journey fucking rocked that shit. And they played them too on the Hulu, on the Hulu feed. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Post Malone, I, I, I kind of like Post Malone, man. I, I, said, I like him too. He's a talented kid. I'm kind of a fan. And, <laughs> and to keep in theme with this show that I came terribly unprepared for, he has good beats. Yeah. No, yeah. No, he, 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 he's a talented kid, man. He's a talented kid. Yeah. All right. Did any of you guys see the trailer for Rick James' new documentary? I did. Uh, okay. I, I'm, ex- <laughs> I'm excited. I'm excited. I did. Me too. So, so the headline of this article says, uh, Doc Trailer Reminds You He's Rick James, Bitch. So <laughs> the, name of the, the name of the documentary is Bitchin'. Yep. The Sound and Fury of Rick James. So... This is there's little quotes from the documentary itself. So it says, This is quoting Rick James. He says, I want it to be nasty, I want it to be raw. Rick James says earlier in the trailer for the upcoming documentary, Bitchin'. And then two minutes, it's a two minute clip and it features, you know, uh, interviews with Ice Cube, Bootsy Collins. Um, and then he at the, the end of the trailer, it goes, Never mind what you thought, or, or he goes, Never mind who you thought I was. I'm Rick James, bitch. Yeah, he did that at the BT Awards. Yeah. I, what what I, what I found interesting was I I never pictured or thought of him as a like a a, a pro black. You know what I'm saying? But he you, you could see he, he was, was he was yeah. he was very outspoken on, yeah. on 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 civil rights and stuff like that. Which I never pictured him from him. I pictured like the you know the party Rick co- James cocaine field K- kidnapping <laughs> and then burning right, the, right. Yeah, no. exactly yeah, yeah yeah cocaine's a hell of a drug cocaine's a hell of a drug cocaine's a hell of a drug. But Eric, watch watch it. Because the moment I saw the trailer, I need to watch this. Yeah, because it, it actually—it's not only about his music career; it's all—it's also about the crazy shit he did. But mm-hmm. um, so and the Apollo Theater is opening. Um, Jennifer Hudson is going to perform. She'll be the first performer to open the Apollo, the legendary Apollo Theater. Um, she's going to do some of her songs, and then she's going to do a tribute to Aretha Franklin. Since she's, I was about to say because she's, she's doing, yeah, she's she's coming out as Aretha Franklin in respect. Mm-hmm. Um, so. As everything slowly opens, or uh, you know, I know uh, the Foo Fighters were the first one to open up New York, and followed MSG. by yeah MSG. They opened up MSG, then followed up by uh, by uh, Bruce Springsteen. He was the, the next performer to, to open a venue in New York, and now uh, Jennifer Hudson opening up the the legendary theater in Harlem. Um, <clears throat> I don't have new music per se, but I do have this. So, Rage Against the Machines, Tom Morello announces a new album, which covers ACDC's Highway to Hell. The two singers in Highway to Hell are Bruce Springsteen and Eddie Vedder. Whoa. So, you could hear it. That's out now. Just came, yeah, it just, okay. it just came out. Yeah. So, um, he'll, it's, I think the whole album actually releases in October. It's called The Atlas Underground Fire. Um, but... It, it was kind of it, it's kind of interesting to sing to hear Bruce Springsteen sing Highway to Hell. It's actually not bad, and um, 
Eddie Vedder kind of does a lot of the back vocals. It doesn't, you know, but this is uh, some of the other artists featured. So Highway to Hell with Bruce Springsteen and Eddie Vedder. Uh, Let's Get the Party Started featuring Bring Me the Horizon. Uh, Driving to Texas by with Fanagram. The War Inside with Chris Stapleton, who's a country singer. And you, I know you know who he is, Eric. I know who he is. Yeah. Um, Hold the Line featuring Grandson. Uh, Naraka featuring Mike Posner. Uh, the Achilles featuring uh, featuring Damian Marley. Uh, Night Witch with Femme. Uh, Charmed, I'm sure, with Protohype. And then you have uh, Dennis uh, Lixon and then Sama Abdulhadi. Um, so it seems like an interesting project, especially, I mean, you decided to cover Highway to Hell with Bruce Springsteen and Eddie Vedder. Uh, it, it doesn't sound bad. Cool. Yeah, it doesn't sound bad at all. Um, yeah, that's that's all the news I got. You guys got anything? Any new music? Dusty Hill passed away last week. Uh, that's Bay right. Of right. Top man. Yeah, yeah. I, I think you mentioned it. I know. Yeah, I did. Right? I, yeah, yeah, I mentioned. Oh, that was last week. Yeah, yeah he died. They were recorded. Yeah, he did. They were recorded. Yeah. Oh. Well, I, I, they, they I, performed. I, they performed uh, this weekend too. Like, and it was at his request. It's not like, all right, bro, we got. We, yeah. Got rid of this guy. The show, yeah, the show goes on. Yeah, so. Um, the I mean, can we talk about the verses that happened last night? Uh, I haven't watched it yet. It. I haven't watched it yet, but apparently the locks are. It is. It, it was fucking Dipset. amazing. So first of all, I'm a huge Dipset fan. First of all, so I love Cam. I love Dipset. Period. Right. But Jada Kiss though. Yo, let me tell you something. I and and uh, somebody pointed it out on Twitter, and I think I, I think it's a pretty fair assessment so uh, back in the day like when puff like during bad boy when they were in bad boy during bad boys heyday uh puffy would almost have like a motown type of situation where they would uh teach these guys how to how to get on the mic have breath control perform the whole nine right like making the band making you buy in a way in a Uh, sense like a factory yeah in a sense but just (laughs) teaching them how to be professionals do this and that and from the performance last night you could tell and I, and mind you, these guys are veterans but, on stuff. But Jada Kiss has always Wait, been Jada Kiss. What is Dipset? That's a band. That's uh, a, like Blue a Santana, Cameron, uh, Cameron. Okay. Uh, so they were actually a group for Bad Boy. Uh, no, they were a group for Rockefeller actually. Okay. But, I mean, they were kind of their own thing, but they were signed to Rockefeller. And then the Locks yeah. was with that, Bad Boy, that, and then then later yeah. with Rough Riders. Dipset also has two Puerto Ricans. All right, go. <laughs> <laughs> Who's Puerto Rican? Jim Jones. I know Jim Jones part, but who's the other one? And uh uh or no, homeboy's Dominican, isn't he? Uh I don't know who's homeboy. Joe Santana. Oh, I don't know, I'm not sure. Yeah. But it was funny because like Cameron's let me see. I want to claim too. So let me I gotta look it up. Cameron's yeah. a super funny guy, but like Jada Kiss was just on the stage, just fucking destroying these guys. But then when it when this when it was come to when you say songs, destroying it's their songs or they do rap battle. No, but they, I, no, he made he made it a battle, right? He made he made it, but they were but he it, it was just like them then going back and forth like like um like uh shitting on each other like you know going back and forth like um what's the word I'm trying to use like um like snapping at each other you know what I mean God damn um, it he's Dominican Okay. Oh, there. <laughs> so, but Jim Jones is Puerto Rican, though. I know he's part Puerto Rican. Yeah. yeah. Um, he's, that's, I think that's why he has the leaf because he's Taino. Uh, Taino. Taino. Um, and uh, but but the overall thing was the performance from the locks. Like they were so co- cohesive together. Um, they all knew each other's rhymes, and it was it was just a be- and they really blew Dipset out of the thing. And when you think about it, Dipset has 
way more like hits, I guess, quote unquote. But, hits than, but than the Locks has performed more as a group. Dipset, they don't have hits as a group. Um, no, it's well, they have a few, but no, well, but, but no, but hey, ma, oh boy, um, uh, was it the Ballins by himself? Ballins, yeah, that, yeah, that's, yeah, so, so I, the Locks has more experience as a group, yeah, they would tour as the Locks, right? Yeah, so. But I think that I, I think for the most part, like Dipset was touring as Dipset too, which is a cool thing. Now they 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 just announced that they're going to do a, a tour all together uh, for the I think like eight Dipset? dates. The Locksand, no, no, Locksand Dipset, okay. and I think they're going to bring State Property with them as well. So, um, but it was it was highly entertaining, and um, it was just them going back and forth, and you could tell like that. I mean, it was like like um, like that, bro, like Kiss was going after it like he I, was, I heard he stole the show like oh, yeah, everything absolutely. you read is that yeah, yeah yeah he was incredible um well, Kiss has always been one of the best lyricists hands oh yeah absolutely and um but it was it was it was it was fun it was like a fun a fun show um uh better I, than meth and red more entertaining because meth and red got a little bit boring after a while um this was more entertaining because of them of them going back and forth you know what i mean like yeah. um well, because it was more of a battle, like you, like you said, Method Man and Red Man was, was a, concert. a concert, right, right, right. Um, but um, you know, and, and like I said, Cam's got some monster hits, man. Like, um, there were, and oh my god, it was two funny, funny things that happened. So, um, Cam goes and plays uh, "Welcome to New York City," right? The song with him and Jay Z right, right. from Thing. And he's like, oh, um, and he's like. Chaita's kiss is like almost yeah that's cute and he drops the uh ja Rule song uh because i'm from new york oh, oh yeah yo and everybody went absolutely crazy right and then joel's was like at the end of the uh the, at the end of the at the verses he's like oh all you guys you know we're like rapping for the jail here you guys got no song for for the for like you said the b word yeah. uh for the women or whatever right bro and then it's like Chaita kiss is like that's funny he goes tech drop that he tells the dj and he and he drops ride or die chick he drops oh, yeah. a song that he did with with mariah right and bro it was just it was like it, it was it was almost that like they like locks had a comeback for everything that that these guys were doing even though they yeah. had the more massive records i guess you could right. say but and you can tell did, the, did they do wild out they did wild out and everyone that song's so hype I, yeah I everybody went it. crazy there um but um you could also tell like the from like the experience of the dj because you know like like when these dj the dj should be curating the sets with along with the artists so they can drop in and out and like the dj right. for the locks was incredible and the other dude was it was so bad bro and then they kept having um the songs play but with the words on it and them just rapping over the words and it sounded terrible you know yeah. i'm talking about dipset you know um but um but it was Man, highly entertaining. It was. I was. I was trying to go to bed already, but it, I think it finished like at midnight, and I'm like, all right, just hurry up and go. But it was good. If you well, can't I got it. I've been dying to check it out. Yeah, yeah I, like I caught clips on it. You can find you, it. On YouTube, you can find yeah. it on YouTube now. Yeah, yeah. It was fun because, dude, I'll never forget. I'll never forget uh, the first time I heard. So, I, I was. You remember when I used to do surveys over the phone in high school? So, I was driving. I was driving to work and. This was when before DJ Khaled was DJ Khaled and he was on what is it, 99 Jams? Uh no, right. 961. 961, 961. Mm -hmm. And then uh he it was Wild Out came out and he played that a hundred times in a row. <laughs> like it's it was for hours, it was wild out. Yeah. But that dude, you got fucking J Jada has one of the coolest voices, and then that <laughs> or whatever yeah. it is that, <laughs> that he does. 
You know what? I, you know what? I, that, now that you mentioned that, you know, I don't remember them playing Money, Power, Respect, which would have been a huge record. Really? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it was cool. really good. It was. Yeah. It was I gotta I had, check it out. I gotta check it out. It was a little chaotic. You can see because there was I, now you're not but dealing with. They, they've all been. Yeah, yeah. They, they, I mean, except <laughs> probably the worst one was when Keith Sweat was fucking drunk as fuck. That was funny though. That was he, terrible. When, when he told Cassidy that he that he would rob him. Yeah, <laughs> fucking Keith Sweat, man. But anyway, it was it was really entertaining. So let's go check I'll it check out. Check it out. Anything else, guys? Oh, I think that's it. That's it. This is a short one. But next week. The fucking Chad is going to be on the show. We got to figure out what we're going to talk about with the Chad. Just, there's the Chad. That's all you need to know. All right, Maybe fellas. we could pick another wilderness animal. Yeah, we different different big cats. Nat Geo. Nat Geo on the B-Bodega. Yeah, Eric. Uh, nice recovery. On the, uh, I don't know. You got me. <laughs> But all right, guys. All right, y'all. Take care. We're out. Bye, everyone.